Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain Assassins was started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude, and they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Pain Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I am your host. So like always, just please like, share, subscribe, hit the notification button wherever you're listening to the podcast so that you get the latest updates. Uh, you get that notification bell ring when you uh, when the new episodes drop. Um, also, we have the Facebook, the Instagram, and the YouTube pages. Um, you guys all should know them by now, but it's the Detail Solutions podcast is our podcast page on Facebook. Um, Detail Solutions podcast discussion group is the group page on Facebook. That's where you guys can leave all your comments, um, good or bad. It's where you can leave your suggestions for topics, leave your suggestions for people you'd like to hear us talk to or try to get on the podcast. Um, I do ask that you guys don't, it's not a shine and show page, so don't show any of your work don't post any pictures things like that um we're not looking for that on that on that group there's plenty of other groups that you guys could do that in um the instagram page is the detail solutions podcast um that's just where for people who are on instagram um seems to be more of our uh, international listeners um are on instagram where you can message me and YouTube, the Detail Solutions podcast on YouTube. That's where we're posting up the um, videos for the um, product spotlight. Um, so the first one that we did with Marty and Nick at HyperClean, that's where you can go and watch that one. You can see some cool videos that Marty put up about the topics that we are the, the uh, products that we were talking about and see some videos on how they act and react. And... I think that's it. That's it. So cool. So we're going to jump right into it. So tonight I'm talking with Giannis and I already forgot how to pronounce your last name. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Las Manas. Giannis Las Manas. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Thanks for having me on the podcast tonight. No, no, that's awesome. I'm always looking for, uh, you know, good people. And when we were at MTE, Barry's like, dude, you got to get him on the podcast. He's such a cool guy. And I was like, all right, done. Let's do it. Yeah, I think I've never said thanks to my dad, Barry. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a joke with it. Yeah. 
because man, we got some pictures where we're like sitting next to each other, like in profile and face. And like, I was like, yeah, that's my dad. And like, we have no relations whatsoever, you know, because I'm actually from Northern Europe and, and he's from Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was most of that. Like, we, we see, you know, introduce somebody. I was like, oh, yeah, that's my dad. And he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm your oldest brother. And I was like, no, no, you're more yeah. of my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I think that all started um, with Walt. He was supposedly Walt's dad, like in the very beginning. <laughs> I mean, that was the worst thing. So I got actually, I took a selfie like <laughs> a while ago, like sitting in the same chair with, with Elon smoking weed behind my back. Yeah. And, and Barry caught, like took the same picture and put it, his head on it, like on, on my body. And, <laughs> and posted as, as and then I, I posted his picture as my profile picture. And he posted my picture as his profile picture. Like he thought, he thought it was super funny, but I had people <laughs> messaging me like, dude, what, what, what the hell happened to you? Like, you look bad. You look bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to get rough. I had to take them down. Oh, man. That's a good one. So, yeah. so for everybody who doesn't know who you are, um, let's jump into that. So let us tell everybody who, who you are, where you're from, what do you do? Yeah, so um, I'm a proud owner of Corset Detail. Okay. Um, we started Corsa Detail four years ago, and now I have three shops. I have one in Nashville, Tennessee, which is my high queue. Uh, I have one in um, Chantilly, Virginia, and I have one in Orlando, just outside Orlando, Florida. Oh, so okay. I came to States about five years ago. Uh, my previous experience, I, I, was, uh, I was involved in military and bodyguard, and I used to bodyguard people for about almost 10 years. And then um, uh, I met a girl in, from Arlington, Virginia, downtown London, and we started dating. So later on, about six months later, I came to visit her and then kind of our relationship escalated. So we pretty much never left. So we got married. And then I, and for the first year when I was in America, I wasn't able to legally work. Right. Immigration and stuff. So and I'm one of those guys that can't sit still ever plus i really love cars i always had like you know m5s m3s and bmws and s classes and stuff right even when i was a bodyguard sometimes they're like hey where's the driver and i'm still waxing like a <laughs> i was like guys i'm coming i'm coming Give me five <laughs> so then i started just scrubbing my own car her car her mom's car and it got to the point when like her mom was taking somebody to the airport and they're like hey did you just bought a new car she's like no actually you know my, my son will clean it Wow, he's done a really good job. So then I started running into problems, you know, like how to take, let's say, uh, caked up uh, brake dust off of the, of the calipers and all the yeah. wheels. And so that's when I started getting to like watching YouTube videos, you know, Luke, you know, the ammo and all these, all these yeah. guys. Before that, I was always big into cars, like watching videos from SEMA and stuff. Even when I was like, I was, I was sitting outside some rich dude's house and, you know, like in a first response vehicle and just like <laughs> one of the first videos of, of SEMA, you know, and then one thing after another, I started running those problems. So I started watching these guys like cleaning it up. And I was like, detail. What the what hell's detail? Yeah. First of all, you know, English is not my first language. So I was like, detail. I always knew like, like in Europe, we have a term called um, chemical cleaning. Okay. That's what they call like, like full details. Like, right. Like valid, uh, yeah. Val yeah. Validators and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I started looking at those detail. What is this? You know, then I started to look at these old decked out vans and, you know, people going to people's houses. And I was like, huh, well, let me look into this, you know? So I did a little market research. I literally lined up uh, five Google listings in, in, in Arlington, Virginia of mobile detailers. I just called them up and said, hey, I, I got an old C-class Mercedes, you know, what do you charge for, uh, you know, to come out and detail? And they all were like $200, $250. I was like, what? I, 
you can do three of those a day. Like yeah. 600 bucks a day, that's a great money. Yeah. You know, I used to work for government. You know? I was looked after, but I was not doing that well. Right. So one thing after another, and I was like, fuck it. I just, I'm just going to get the, the basic kit together. Well, I already had most of the stuff, but it was, you know, autos on shelf, literally. Right. You know, oranges and Maguire stuff and, and chemical guys. And I was one of the, all of the detailers. Yeah. <laughs> every chemical guy's product, you know, and not look at it even, you know, even the direction anymore. But yeah, and then, and one day I just decided, look, because, because I had, I had some companies, I had security companies previously. So I, I had some basics about business. So um, I had my first company when I was 19 years old. I used to have a construction company. So I kind of have an idea how things work, you know, how right. to create a Google profile, how to start to get some reviews, you know, even through your friends and family, you know, build a Facebook page, build a basic website and stuff. And I started on the market, uh, Facebook market space. Okay. Through all the groups, I started to advertise it. And my first phone call was on 21st of December, 2017, I believe. Um, this lady said, she's like, hey, I just bought, uh, I just bought a two-year-old Escalade and it didn't do a great job at the dealership. She's like, would you, would you mind to come? I know it's before Christmas. Would you mind coming to my house in detail? I was like, yeah, sure. And I turned up with my little C-class, you know, with, with all the basic tools and stuff. <laughs> and always, I, mean, I, always, I, always, I always like to look presentable, professional, you know. I like to talk to people, so... Yeah, I ended up working on that Escalade for about five hours. And then, then it comes down to the price. And I was like, uh, um, 190. She's yeah. like, listen, listen, dealership's paying for it. There's 300. Nice. Fuck, this is great. <laughs> you know? So that's how I started to escalate. And that's, I actually started to listen to podcasts, you know? Okay. Uh, like, um, Jimbo's podcast. Yep. Then uh, also uh, Finds and Polishing and things like that. Yeah. And and I was and I heard about Jim Bob, I believe, talking about this guy from Ohio, Connor. He's a younger guy, uh, really professional. He he mentioned him because this 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 younger kid went above and beyond. What he did is he he detailed, he coated uh, some client's car, and he took it like under this really cool like old school bridge and took like a couple of pictures of the car and actually sent him a canvas after after he finished the detail. Oh wow. And so I was like, I was like, oh, I like the idea about this kid, you know, like this must be something, you know, he must be doing something right. So I literally, I looked at the map and I was like, he's only four hours away from me. So I was, and then by that time I was in detailing for about, I don't know, six months. So I had like these nicer, nicer clientele guys who were like, hey, you know, uh, do you use ceramic coatings? And I was like, I literally looked at, you know, 10 YouTube videos and there's pros and cons. Yeah. And Every con was about, hey, if you don't know how to do it, you're going to mess it up and you're going to wet sand the car, blah, 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 blah. So I was kind of like pretty skeptical about it. I was like, you know, guys, you know, this is not for you, you know, like kind of talking, talking out of it. Right. And then, and then the big thing came about all this. And I was like, wait, man. So where can I learn it? So, so I hit up like Opticals and a couple, couple other companies. And some of those companies, they're like, okay, you know, you got to pay $2,000 or $3,000 yeah. to Texas or God knows where to free that course. I'm like, I don't have free time. I'll write to them. I truly don't. You know, then I hit up some other, other ceramic companies and even the ones that didn't have like the buying fee, the bigger companies, they're like, hey, well, how many cars have you done? And I was like, nah, or like two, you know? Yeah. Because I ended up buying like coatings from Amazon, like $50 coatings, whatever those, you know, Chinese stuff is. And I put them on my car. So I started messing about with it. So these bigger companies just didn't want to give me any product because I was like, guys, I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm an ambitious guy. I can't estimate yeah. 
going to be two coatings or, or 300 coatings a year, you know, but, you know, I want to do it. So they all kind of turned me down, which I was pretty bitter about. And then I had some business to do in Ohio. So I went to see that guy, Connor. And beforehand, I hit him up. I said, you know, bro, help me out. You know, give me some training. I'll pay you, you know, like I, I, I can pay, you know, five, six hundred dollars, you know. I'll spend two days with you if you don't mind it. And he was like, he's like, dude, I'm 22 years old. I'm not a trainer. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. And I just kept like, you know, we didn't get talking, but then I was like, bro, it's Wednesday. I'll be there tomorrow. He was like, all right, fine. You know, so I went to see him and he, by that time I had already kind of clue how the coatings work, but like the pain correction was nothing that I kind of knew, like really knew about. Right. So, so he actually gave me a polisher, you know, like one of his older polishers, and we worked for, together for a couple of days, and that's how I started set off. And then he introduced me to uh, Brian, who was one of the biggest reps for SB3, because SB3 was like a brand new company. Yeah. So through Brian, I got on the phone, and and yeah, he, he really helped me out. He's like, look, buy a bottle, see what you got, you know, give it a go. He said, I spoke to guys at SB3, why not? Yeah. You know? And since then, you know. I've become really, really good friends with SB3. Like Barry, Scott, you know, Derek, all those guys. Like, we're pretty much a family. Is your car detailing website crashing and burning? Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. You're putting the pedal to the metal, but not seeing the leads you want? Bingo. Keep your detailing website out of the danger zone. Yes, sir. Detailers Roadmap is the premier web service for detailers. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guy. Now, what is it with you? We build punchy marketing campaigns and cost-efficient websites for detailers designed to get you leads and generate traffic. Custom-built websites start at just $99 a month. I feel the need, the need for speed. And unlike other developers, we only work with one industry, yours. Stay out of the danger zone. And cruise on over to DetailersRoadmap.com and see how we can push your leads into overdrive. Talk to me, Goose. That's DetailersRoadmap.com. Cougar, you hear that? DetailersRoadmap.com. Roger. I got to give it to Barry is, you know, is, is he's keeping it family. You know, there's a lot of other companies out there that, that kind of started with a family feel and then you know, it just grew into the machine. Right. And, and Barry, even though it's kind of growing into a machine, like he keeps it very family. Um, you know, yeah. I'm, very, yeah, I mean, I'm making money, you know, not right. Yeah. And I'm very fortunate. I mean, Barry's been like super awesome to me in, in the podcast and everything like that. And I'm not even an installer, but it's just, you know, like, it's great. Like I can message him if I've got questions or, you know, he's come on the podcast different times and things like that. So, yeah, it, 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 he's got a good thing going on over there. Yeah. No, Barry's, Barry's been blessed. SB3's been blessing for me specifically because that they got me into it, you know. And then I started to do coatings. I started to hire help. Right. Then, then my former wife decided she doesn't want to live there anymore. So we moved to Nashville and I started from scratch. And it was pretty tough. I still had two guys detailing in Virginia. You know that obviously I kind of have no control over, and then still I'm I'm still new new to this business as well. Right. And it started about a year and a half ago, so I had some clientele. But and then the Corona hit, and there was times when I didn't have money to buy coating. You know, like let's say I had a bigger job. You know, I had two three cars coming in that week, and I was like, and I hit them up. You know, I had to put my tail between my legs, and I was like, guys, is there any chance? You know, they send me the coating, and 
sweat down Friday, we're going to pay, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll square up with you. And they were there for me. And that's one of the nice. biggest what I always, always point out to some guys when I speak to SEMA, they want to introduce, let's say, SB3 coatings. Yeah. But guys, look, I understand. Don't fix anything. It's not broken, you know. Uh, one thing I can tell you, these guys are going to be there for you. I've had times when I fuck things up, you know, and I call Barry or Scott, you know, hey, just burn through the Porsche paint. What do I do? How do I act? And not just in technical way, you know. Right. I'm like, come up or, you know, what do I do? I'm like, what do you think? How should I start this phone call? <laughs> yeah. With a client. And they've always been there for me. And I've been to a number of trainings with them. Uh, I've signed on quite quite a few people with them. And what I like about SB3 guys, at least the, the, the core of SB3 guys that I know, like, you know, IGL guys come to our booth, you know, have a chat. Yeah. We're always there. And I don't like that. Like, I'm not that kind of person. I have, I've had two, two detail shops recently open next door to me, almost next door. I love them. Why not? Yeah. Because first of all, what the fuck am I going to get if, I, if I'm going to hate them? You know, what am I going to right. spray paint the doors? You know what I mean? You know, or something. Or like, you know, treat them bad. They're going to be there no matter what. You know right. What I, mean? I like it or I don't. You know, so you can you have a choice of, of being friends with somebody or not. And that's the thing with SB3 guys, you know. We, like in our in our personal group, we don't have any bitching about anything. We don't have all oh, this company that said this and that. Yeah. We even have some guys copied our slogan, you know, literally the new the new standard has arrived, and we just fucking laughed about it. You know, I mean? right? <laughs> you, know, you gotta be pretty desperate to, to try to pull that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's better just to be friends and get along, and maybe you know help each other out, or yeah. you know something along that. Versus, you know, the the saying is you know what's how's that saying go you know if you're if you're always worried about the guy next door then you can't you know do your job right because you're just worried about them so yeah you know it's all it's all i think i think competition is good it it should drive you to be better and and strive to be better kind of deal yeah and that's the biggest thing i I like you know now i've been in business for a while and we're doing really good you know we went from doing you know one to two coatings a week now between all my shops we do between 15 and 25 wow and we detail about two three thousand cars a year you know i have up to 15 employees you know back and forth sometimes but we had a massive expansion here we now started doing ppf and taint and in virginia we outsource some things and orlando is doing good tony kamali is smashing it out there and then and I see like a lot of a lot of these guys even posting even the way they post pictures you can already tell how long it's been in detail industry you know yeah yeah with some of these guys, no offense, the more of those guys, the better for me, you know? Yeah. You know, so so it's one of those. And the more professional guys, like even when I moved here to Nashville, I didn't know anybody, not one person. No, actually, I, I knew one SB3 guy and I went to, I went to talk to him. I was like, listen, bro, you know, what do you think about this company? Should I speak to them? Should... And that guy had nothing good to say about anybody. Every yeah. other deal sucks, they're assholes, they do your work. Guess what? I'm almost best friends with all of them. Right, because right. You know, if somebody doesn't have anything to good to say about anybody, he's a fucking problem. Yeah. You know. So I've established like there, there's there's few details in this area, like surrounding say an hour, that I respect. I respect their work. Their work's flawless. And a lot of times, somebody calls me from their area. I could give them a loaner car. I can do this. I can do that. Listen, I have enough work. You know. I'm like, right. hey, this dude's in your area. Shout out, Chris Martin. I've done it a lot of times for him. I'm like, this dude's in your area. What's him? He's solid. It's five minutes from your house. You know what I mean? If you don't like his pricing, or I said, I can't, you know, I didn't say anything, man. If you don't like his yeah. pricing, if you don't like him, sure, come to me, but I'm trying to make your life easier. 
Yeah. And that's cool. Cause I mean, I, I've started to kind of do the same thing. I mean, I'm, you know, it's just me. I'm not trying to be the guy who's, you know, cranking out car after car after car, you know, as long as I can, you know, do, do what I need to do. That's, that's kind of, you know, where I, where I'm at. Um, and so I've built relationships with guys and, and I've got um, one of the girls here that I've, you know, built a relationship with that I can be like, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm scheduled out right now, or, or, Hey, that's not, you know, really, you know, something I want to do, but, you know, and then I've got my little Rolodex, I can, you know, try this person or try that person, you know, not sure about their schedule, not sure about their pricing, but you know, they're, they're people that I recommend to. So I think it's, I think it's good that everybody should do that with, with locals and just help feed, feed work to everybody, you know, cause you never yeah. know. And also, like, ideally, you know, I've, I've had this crazy dream and crazy idea. Certain levels of detailing should be almost across the border the same pricing. Yeah. You know, let's say an oil change on my truck costs 100 bucks pretty much anywhere I go, you know? Oh, yeah. Or, or I can take it to Mercedes and it's going to be three times more expensive. Yeah. And I know. Right. You know? But people, people in our industry are, are super ego driven still, you know? And people are gonna lowball and, and don't get me wrong, look, you know, if I need to put food on the table, you know, yeah. stay out of the way, you know, and that's it. But in general, I'd rather people to go for people's work and reputation instead of that pricing, you know. Right. Again, I have bypassed it already, luckily. I don't have to fight for it, every job that there is, but I know like when I started to when I moved to Nashville, I used to advertise on Facebook, you know, and then I charge two hundred dollars for for full detail, you know, on a sedan. And I go up to your house. I had people hate messaging me. Who the fuck do you think you are? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think like that two hundred dollars. My guy, sixty bucks, and I'm like, why are you messaging? You know what I mean? There's always going to be the cheaper guys, the oh, yeah. real expensive guys, right? But but that price difference shouldn't be, you know, because literally I posted one time on one of the Tesla groups that you know my Elon package was fourteen fifty. Next week everybody's doing thirteen ninety nine, and I'm like, guys, yeah. you know what I mean? Hey, everybody. By now, you probably have seen the Kong shirt floating around on Facebook um, that I'm renaming the Kongcaster t-shirt. Um, if you guys are interested in picking one of those up, we are now going to uh, be selling them. I'm not going to do them through the website like I did the other shirts. I felt like my company did a better job um, printing out the design. So just message me on Facebook. Um messenger and what i'll do is we've got to get a minimum of 50 before i can uh, do an order so we're kind of doing a little bit of a pre-sale so everybody who messages me once i get to 50 i'll send everybody an invoice get sizes address have the t-shirts printed up and then ship them out so if you're looking to get the concaster t-shirt please message me on in facebook uh, or instagram if you guys follow me on instagram Right now, it's going to be in the U.S. only. Sorry, um, just going to be too hard to ship um, across the world, but we'll try and figure that out later. Thanks. It's a, it's it's crazy, right? Like it's a it's a rate. They say you know they, what is it? The race to the bottom. When yeah. when really like everybody should be like, oh, well, you're fourteen fifty, then I'm fifteen hundred. Exactly. That's why I'm I'm sixteen hundred because. Because you should you should shoot higher to make yourself, you know, whether you are or not, appear yeah. to be more elite or better. 
But instead, like you said, they want to go, hey, well, I'm $13.99 because they want to be $50 cheaper than you to, to kind of get it. And, and you're kind of right. You know, you never know where people are. You know, I mean, I've had a couple of really bad weeks um, lately. And, you know, if I would have got some phone calls, I probably would have, you know, done some really cheap work because, you know, hey, I got to bring, I got to get money in somehow. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be all the time kind of thing, right? Like when I got a week when, you know, nobody's calling, it feels like the phone was unplugged. I mean, I got a lot of stuff done around the house, but I would have rather been at the shop, even if it was going there for, you know, a $50 hand wash or a $100 wash and wax or something like that. I would have, I would have much rather done that. But, you know, again, everybody, instead of racing to the bottom should be trying to level up and, and, and bring the industry up a level versus bringing the industry down a level and make yourself appear to be better than the people around you. Well, why do you charge so much more than the guy over there? Cause I'm better. That's why. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's why I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to some, some of detailers in my area. I almost want to set the price higher than everybody. But yeah. all or five of us are at the same high price. Yeah. You know, obviously there's, there's, it's really hard to, 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 to follow through it you know because you know again somebody has a shit week yeah you know and i, and I get that i have an amazing team here and like they give me a hard time because they're yeah. like they look at the ticket you know they're like 295 dude it's amazing man like since when do we charge i was like bro you don't know what it took me to get this job yeah, you know? yeah exactly. i've been talking to this dude for two fucking months <laughs> you know going back and forth or i have messages from 2018 you know right right i was like look phone wasn't ringing I want to put a food on your table. You have to put it on your table. Get on with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's sometimes crazy. sometimes you do. Yeah, and, and it's it's cool that you say that because I had an idea um, a year or so ago, I think it was before, right before COVID, that I wanted to try to reach out to some of the the bigger local guys here and and come together and say, you know, like, look, let's let's start, like what you said. Listen, let's let's all be in the same price range, you know, mm -hmm. let's all, you know, what's your package for this? What's your price? Okay. Well, I'm here. Let's, let's be even, or let's be, let's raise or, or whatever, because I felt that if I could get enough of the bigger names, then maybe the smaller up and comers or the little mobile guys or whatever would start seeing this and we could kind of pull them into it too. And then next thing you know, like you said, with the oil change, right? Like, doesn't matter if you go to Valvoline or or um, the Mobile or the wherever, they're yeah. all going to be, you know, the synthetics, 89, 100 bucks, whatever. So that was my thought. And, and then COVID kind of happened and that, you know, wasn't able to really kind of get with everybody. But I like that you said that because it was an idea that I had. Um, and I definitely would like to do, I mean, I do have it with, um there's a little group here for the, uh, for the C-Courts installers that we have a, a text message and, you know, we all kind of like, Hey, what are you guys charging for this? What are you guys charging for that? And we all try to stay similar so that if somebody is looking for C-Courts and there's, I think there's four of us here in Orlando, at least we're all at the same price. So, you know, it doesn't matter who they go to, they're going to get, they're going to pay the same price. We're not undercutting each other. Yeah, and then that's that's how I sometimes even when I, I have an idea, I've done some market research, you know, 
uh, fake email at google.com, you know, yeah. you just send out, you know, what do you charge for Tesla? I'm picking up in two weeks, you know, and you yeah, like, this is not rocket science. I can, I, I know their prices already, you know, uh, let's say somebody that I feel is, you know, respected, you know, at least by me, right. you know, or by my clients. So I already know the prices. They, they probably know my prices. So how about we get together, bump it up even more, Yeah, you know, so it's even better for everybody and stick with it. Because if somebody calls me up and they're like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I can do it for, first of all, like, I have those people, but I can, I can straight away say, I said, hey, there's five reputable detailers in this town. Give a call to everybody, you'll get the same number. You know what yeah. I mean? Use whichever you want from whatever other things you want. You know, somebody's got a nicer shop, somebody's got a loaner, somebody's got a better attitude, you know, a girl is a receptionist, waiting room, whatever it is, you know. Right. And you choose like that instead of, you know, because still what, what people don't understand, the detailing part, you know, you say if you charge 100 or 120 or 180, like that's all that's that's cheap. That's that's not a lot of money. When you pay over thousand dollars for something, that is already a lot of money for people, you know what I mean. So you're already in a different bracket. You you can have let's say a 1500 or 1800. There's there's almost no difference. He's already given a lot away. And guess what? He doesn't want a shit service for over the thousand dollars. He wants only his better service. You know. I lost I lost your mic, bro. Okay, there I am. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it. I don't know why it muted. Um, but no, you're right. And and and. You know, I mean, if somebody's going to pay fifteen hundred bucks, another three hundred for eighteen, it's not. I mean, like you said, they're already over that thousand thousand mark threshold. Once you get over that thousand mark threshold, it's it's all almost the same. You know, for yeah. for a lot of it. So, yeah, I mean, you, you you could push it a little bit more, get everybody to say, hey, instead of us being at fifteen, let's be at eighteen because, you know, they're going to pay it. Um, where I tried to fix my pricing was was i tried to kind of shoot the higher end of the middle of what everybody's doing mm -hmm. so a lot of guys in the area are between like a thousand bucks and 2500 bucks so mm -hmm. for a while i shot the middle i was between like 16 and 18 and now i'm now i'm at like two grand up mm -hmm. um and it's crazy like you know, every time I raise my prices, I'm like, oh man, are they gonna pay oh, it? Are so they gonna pay it? And people are like, how much for a coating? And I'm like, 20 starts at 2050 for a small car. And like, cool, when can I get in? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, awesome. Not you know, and look over the fifteen hundred dollar mark. This is the keyword, and everybody guys tune into this. You you want to do it the right way, and this is who we are, you know. You already right. spent a lot of money. All you want to do is get the quality service, you know, and, and because they're really paying out of pocket. They're like, oh, yeah, fuck, this is expensive. The only thing they want is not to have a shit job done. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. So that, that's what I know. I'm like, hey, we do the things the right way. You want, you want to do it twice? Please go with the eight. Right. Right. But, and, and realistically, any customer that's done their due diligence, if you tell them 1500 bucks, 1800 bucks, $2,000, $2,500, they're sold because they already know. That, yeah. that 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 package is going to be expensive wherever they go it's yeah. it's the people who don't know you know and you hit them with that eighteen hundred dollars for a ceramic coating and they're like oh i i saw the one guy down the road doing it for like 250 and it's like go to that guy then because yeah. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't want, yeah, I don't want you for 250. Yeah. 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 No offense to us, you know, that always comes also with cars as well. You know, don't get me wrong. I I have, I have a couple of Chevy dealerships and you'd be surprised how many blazers we do, you know, Uh that in my eyes is, let's say, quote unquote, not a cool car. Yeah. You know, but those, some of those older chaps, they drop the 60, 60 or 45 grand, you know, that's a big lump sum for them. So if you got the right sales guy telling, Hey, you have to protect it, and it's only yeah. to, you know, if you buy a Kia for fifteen or twenty, good luck, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. I haven't sold anything more than six hundred dollars, you know. And yeah, you yeah, yeah. No, and it's you know, and 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 again, I have I have budget. I call it budget friendly coating yeah. packages. You know, I'll do a a quick cut and polish on it. I'm not shooting for perfection, mm-hmm. and I'll throw a single layer, you know, one year coating on it for them. You know get them, get them a feel for it, you know, and charge them less than a thousand dollars or right around a thousand dollars. And, and they get the feel for it. They get the taste kind of the sample of ceramic coating for a year. And then, and then, you know, in a year's time, hopefully that they'll loved it enough that then they come back and they'll say, but Hey, I want to, you know, have it longer lasting now. And then that's when I can sell them on a, on a, on a bigger ball. Hey there, podcasters. What if I told you that there was a product out there that would knock out multiple detailing products? Not only is it the ultimate time and money saver, but produces amazing results and is versatile on almost every substrate. It can also be used in your home or commercial businesses. Gen KO is an all-around multi-cleaner capable of removing light to moderate water spots, grease, and grime. It's safe on surfaces including windows, door jams, paint, mat, PPF and vinyl, rubber moldings, plastic trim, and ceramic coated surfaces. My name is Jennifer Turcott, and after 22 years in the detailing industry, I'm so proud to have a product that is helping my fellow detailers around the world and others. I've tested Gen KO for more than two years before the final ready to use product was produced. I'm beyond happy when people reach out and tell me how much the Gen KO helped them, and it can help you too. To get your own, you can contact me directly or go to www.igocoatingsusa.com, contact your local IGL distributor or installer, and pick your bottle up today. And don't forget to share your experience on social media using the hashtag GenKOMix. No, I, I do. I listen. I, I mean, I, whatever people want to give me money for, you know, um, as long as it's legitimate, I'll pretty much, you know. <laughs> no, you know, but I, most, most of the stuff that I do is corrections and coatings. Um, I get a few interiors, but not a, not a lot. Um, I get a, uh, you know, a few here and there, like, uh, uh, I call them decon and sealant washes, you know, just a wash clay and spray it, spray something on it. Um, kind of deal <clears throat> but yeah for the most part it's it's all corrections and coatings that I do um, I don't do a lot of washes I have um, I have a few clients that are um, I do like a monthly package for them so they get a maintenance wash every week and they just pay me um, a discounted rate at the beginning of the month and so with those clients I'm able to collect basically minus out my my salary my overhead for the month um what i collect from them at the beginning of the month pays all of our our rent electric telephone bill insurance you know all that fun stuff um so then really the rest of the month whatever i do you know goes 
either into the bank goes towards me, you know, or if I want to do a big, like a big order, you know, or if I need a, a new machine or, you know, I want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I want to do something big, yeah, you know, then we do, then, then that comes out of that. Um, but yeah. So, um, so for your, so for your three locations, so, you, so you started in Virginia and then when you moved to Nashville, you kept that one. So how did you get into the Orlando then? So, so Tony, uh, he, okay. he's SB3 Orlando guy. Yeah. And then I just, this, with being around here, uh, I do very successfully with dealerships. Okay. Land Rover, Nashville, I have Jaguar, I have Cadillac, Walker Chevy, uh, a lot of, a lot of Tesla's, Tesla people, you know, um, recommend our services. I'm working with dealerships in Virginia, like Ford, Lincoln, who else we're doing? We used to do Porsche, what else we do? Um, uh, Coons Ford as well. Okay. So he discovered the way, and I can't tell you all about it because that's obviously one of my kind of company secrets, but I discovered a way how to convince dealerships to sell what I do. Okay. And I've been killing with it, killing nice. it. So, once I found out the ways through one or two dealerships, that's where I went and helped out Tony. He, he's doing great and everything, but yeah. I was like, how about, you know, we together start Corsair Orlando, you know, you do the work, you keep the most of the money and I'll just come time to time, I'll pop in and set it up, you know, keep, keep, the go, keep, keep, keep those cars. Right. Like, well, you already have things going on and he's doing really well, but I was like, look, if I can get you, you know, 15 more cars a month, why would you not say that? You know what I mean? Right, right, exactly. So I add, I add a little bit more to my brand, you know, and having, let's say, that location. I'm not that much involved in it. I don't yeah. make that money, but I have a third location. And actually, this year, we're planning around here, around Nashville, planning to open two, two more uh, shops as well. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Tony's, Tony's, Tony's a buddy of mine. I mean, he's one of the guys that, uh, that we have a little, um, like, group. I mean, we don't he he stays busy and i stay busy enough lately him and i don't share work with each other but him and i you know we'll we'll feed work off to some of the other people we know um tony's tony's a good guy i've, I've uh known tony for man how long have i known tony for now three three years four years something like that um he's, he's a good dude yeah uh, yeah funny he tries to joke all the time about me but yeah <laughs> He tries to joke with everybody. <laughs> From my perspective, I was thinking, you know, like, um, you know, I can give the knowledge. What am I going to get out of it? You know, I'm going to yeah. get you know, some thank you dollars, but I want to grow my brand a little bit more, you know, right. because that, that really helps with working with my dealerships. If I know, if I go somewhere where the people don't know me specifically, you know, they're like, who are you? You know, right. because want, want this amazing dealership work. And it's harder than people think, you know. The main thing is people, you have to be able to pull it off. Like when I was just by myself or, you know, with two two guys, like I was busted every day. You know, it's right. hard. Like even, even this week, you know, let's say we have, for example, two coatings every day and we're steady. I suddenly can get a phone call from two dealerships. We just sold three Range Rovers. When can you do it? And nice. uh, we're saying, when can you do it? It's like, can you pick it up tomorrow? Right, right. You know, <laughs> So that's why, like, you know, it also took me a time to kind of, to make a slow week and then maybe something drops in, but we still, you know. We, we, we right, right. Try to keep it flat. Try to keep it even. Yeah. And no offense, you know, to younger guys, like, because 
I, again, I, I walked in there, don't get me wrong, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. I walked in this dealership pretty much knocking on the wood, knocking on doors like, hey, I'm honest, I do great, great work, you know, and trust me, I had doors slammed in my face so many yeah. times. Yeah. But also, you know, with, with the growth, with the size, with all that comes your confidence as well. Because now I know that I can handle 40 cars a month, let's say, in one of my locations. Bring it on, you know. Right. And go there, oh, may, uh, maybe, more like Tony, maybe. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you go there and you're like, they're like, okay, so, they, like, let's say before this Corona crap, you know, they, like, Range Rover, the local dealerships, you sell about 120 Range Rovers. Let me give you 20% out of it. Can you handle it by, by yourself? No, you're not. You know what yeah. I mean? have to be able to pull it off so bigger brand and i started a little product line as well and eventually you know i want to have an exit plan right oh yeah i don't think i don't think any of us really want to do it forever so yeah i mean there's there's listen i i give it i give it credit i mean i i know a couple of guys that you know are in their twilight years and they're and they're doing it they do it part-time and it's more just for fun but I mean, it's, it's, it's cool because they're, you know, light years older than a lot of us in the industry and they're still grinding. They're still doing amazing work. And, you know, but I look at them and go, I don't want to do that when I'm 65, 70, <laughs> like, I want to, I want to be working. I'd rather be working for a company where maybe I could just like do a hood panel be like, all right, you guys take over from here. <laughs> I'm 33 now. My plan is to retire at 45, you know? There you go. Now it's going to happen, you know, no matter nice. how, but that's, that's my goal, you know? Yeah. Nothing wrong with doing something, you know, I, you know, it's just the way I am. Well, but you've got enough, you've got enough locations and with starting more that, that you could retire and just sit back, you know, like have a manager running everything for you and you could just sit back and collect checks as long as, you know, everybody's keeping it going because you've, you've built it to that point and, and, and kind of going back what you were saying about the dealerships is because that's a, that's a question I get a lot from guys that, you know, they're like, Hey, you know, like, how can I get in with a dealership? How can I get in with a dealership? And the first thing that I tell them is like what you said, like, it's going to be hard to do it by yourself because you're, you're right. Right. Like Range Rover selling 120 vehicles a month and they want to give you 20% can you do that? I mean, that's a, what 20% is 20, it's like 25, 30, 30 vehicles a month. Like, are you going to be able to do that on your own mm-hmm. and then try to have retail clients as well? Because what if Range Rover doesn't send you 25 or 30 vehicles a month and now you're sitting around like, Oh, you know, so that's, that's the one thing I always tell them is if you're getting into a dealership, you've got to have, you got to be able to scale because there's yeah. no way you can handle it. Yeah. Plus me, you know, like with you retiring and everything, like I want, like, I have a great team. I have a great team. Like Virginia boys are solid, you know, and, and you know, I, I don't, I don't see them. You know, sometimes I meet them three times a year, you know, Wow. You know, the team here is amazing. Again, I go through a lot of staff, you know, you know, I have two or three core guys and then the rest of them just keep changing. Yeah. And that, that's, that's just the nature of the beast. And because, you know, we try to achieve, you know, the, the highest standard that we can. And right. that's it. This, this is my way. There's no other way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to have some turnover with that because if they're not able to 
be on your level, then there's there's no way, no need to keep them around or or. Well, I always tell them, all my guys, you know, because let's say some of them have a little bit rougher background, you know. Right. Some of them have, you know, three or four or five or five or more kids, you know. Yeah. You know some have some some you know experience being inside or whatever, and I give right. them a chance. But and and I always tell them when I hire them, I'm like, bro, I want you to have this chair. You get to be to be sitting here. As soon as you can, this chair is yours. No right. problem. I'll focus on the next shop or next adventure. If you can run it the way I want it, like you can start washing cars and three years later, you can have this chair and make close to the money that I make. I'll cut you in, name me the price, but if you can do it, you know, right. and, I, and I really believe so, you know, this is my baby. Yes, of course, her name is, is everything I have at the moment, you know, and I'll fight for it till, you know, till my last breath, but yeah. I, want, I want the next me, you know? And then some of the guys, you know, I'd give them a little bit of management, you know, role, and I still give them a lot of work, and they just crumble on their stuff, you know. I would say they they do a great job, but they they don't have that next level of that. Yeah. Well, what can I think outside box? Because you know, because this is a very physical intense intense. Oh program. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, I still do actually. To be fair, uh, I just put a Mercedes van on the road. And with all my new clients, I go with the, with a team member there. Okay. That's my first pitch. You know, I go there, I introduce myself, or was look good and everything. You know, because some of the guys like you can't get a sentence out of them. They're great guys, but they're yeah. Really, so I always go there, set it up. I'm like, oh, what is there in your garage? Oh, all right, mm, that needs a coating. You know, what do you bought for your wife? Blah 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 blah. Set them up, and then next time my guys go. So anytime that I have a new client, for the most part, ninety five percent, I'm gonna be there the first appointment. Right. Introduce Explain them everything from A to Z, you know. So I still do it, and yeah, it's tough, man. Sometimes it's like, and I run like obviously because you're the owner, you know, like you work faster, and you know you gotta be somewhere. So I right, run right, around them. Right. I'm like, guy, you still watch you doing the wheels out yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I like what you said about telling them, like you know, that they can have that chair because you know that's what they always say is is train train your replacement. Right. And that's, and that's what the problem is, is a lot of people are, you know, and it's different when, if you're the, if it's your business, right. Like they're not going to be able to really take your job, but like in, in jobs, people are afraid to train their replacements because then, then they're worried about being replaced. But, but it's the mindset that you need to have, even as, as a, as an owner operator, when you're hiring people in, you need to train them to be the next you and hopefully yeah. take care of them well enough that they're not going to then just take all your secrets or whatever and go start their their own. Because I know that's always the the flip side of the coin fear of people like, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't really want to hire anybody because then I don't want to basically train somebody, you know, pay them to train them. And then in six months they leave and they go steal my clients or whatever. And that happens so often, you know, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I had conversations with people in a similar industry. Um, they are hiring like car builders. Okay. One of the companies, really good friend of mine, and his best employee was kind of getting too big for his shoes, you know. And we were having beer together, and he's like, "Yeah, I just don't think I'm treatable." I said, "But, but bro, what, what do you want? Do you want him to give you a checkbook? Like, what do you want? His house? You know yeah. what I mean? Build this thing, you know. And you're doing great. Yes, you do a lot of work and." You know, you don't, you don't see that guy stressing, you know, and sweating over bills or anything every night. You just think right. these come through the doors. And I was like, so dude, just don't get too big for your shoes. And and I, like 
from my perspective, I think you are appreciated because first of all, you have a choice of what you want to do, you know, because, you know, all these projects that are running several, 10 projects at the same time, you're running them, you're running shit, you get paid, you know, this yeah. guy's been dead for the last 30 years. What do you want from him? Right, you know? right. And now the guy has his own shop and he's sweating bullets, you know what yep. I mean? 10,000 square foot shoppings calling me for asking me for clients. And I was like, bro, I told you, you know, everybody wants to them, but nobody wants yeah. to die. Yep. Nobody yeah. saw those first three or four years where you're eating ramen and got your yeah. wife in your ear because you're not bringing in enough money. And, and, you know, you're, you're, you're worried, like what's, what's going to happen. What's going to happen. Like they just see where you're at and what you're doing. And they like, Oh, well, that's easy. I can go do that. And like I just expanded, I had 2,000 square shop, square, square foot shop here, uh-huh. and then the opportunity came that I could to take two more units, not right next to me, but like two two doors in between, and then two units. Right. Damn, I really have enough work for one unit, but that unit is joined with the second unit, and then there's like these sliding doors between, and one of them has an AC, the other one doesn't. So I was like, and then by the time I will have enough cars to put in both of them. You know, the other one's not going to be available because yeah. they go like, yeah. Know? Also, as well, even now, you know, like, don't get me wrong, I'm making some money, but like, you know, I have, you know, 50, 60 grand in and 65 hours sometimes. And I'm yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm running around and I have 15 cars in the shop, you know, and people are like, why are you bothered? I was like, dude, next shop, 50 grand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just in between all my rent, I'm, we include my condo, I'm 15 grand a month out. I have to make that money. That has to be a yeah. profit. It's yeah. not terrible, you know. It's easy to say that. You know? Yeah, people don't get it. But again, I want everybody because I'm like, because like I, I take I, I I'm really hard on timing on my guys. Okay. You have to be at the shop 8:45. If someone's not dying, you know, or in a car crash, you gotta be here. Don't bullshit me because I'll be the biggest bullshitter when I grow up. <laughs> so you can't bullshit, I'll bullshit the bullshitter. You know what I mean? Like I got these guys. I got a flat. I said, take a picture of. Them. Um, I said, yeah. bullshit. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, 845. If you're not here, this is my company policy. If you're not here, oh my god, pretty much all oh my guys, 1099. If you're not here, 845, one day you get a warning. Second time you turn up, you can go home. If you're going to be late within a week, you take a week off, we'll find another job. I don't care, right? Most of five minutes away, you know. So I'm, I'm super strict on them, but and then I get in beef with them almost every morning. I'm like, guys, I don't want to come because I'm here, I'm here for seven. I'm like, right. guys, you think I enjoy walking out and say, where the fuck are you? Where are you? Where are you? What's going on? I was like, I don't enjoy that. I said, you want me to treat you like the owners of these cool, amazing detailers? Fucking act like one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll give you all the tools. Great. There's 10 cars waiting for you. Show them what you got, you know? But just do the things in the right way. And if you can't turn up on time, you can't do nothing. Wrong, you know what I mean? Exactly. And that's, and that's, and that's a problem is, is it's hard to find people that are motivated you know yeah. to to come in and do it mm-hmm. it's, I, and money at people that doesn't work you know no people, oh, yeah i'm worth this now what do you want dentist wage yeah really yeah yeah start start showing in time and start showing up on time and showing some initiative and then we'll talk about yeah no i mean i get it i mean all my years running car washes i mean it's you know having 30 40 50 plus employees per location you know, and having to deal with, you know, Saturdays, of course, everybody wants a Saturday off, you know, and it's the busiest day at the car wash. And then, you know, you, you got five or six people calling in sick, you know, like you said, 
you know, unfortunately there's nothing really you could do. And, you know, most of, most of the car wash staff on Saturday is, is, you know, high school kids or, or young college kids or whatever. Um, and that's, that's another reason why I, I'm not really trying to scale my business because I don't want to have to deal with that again. Like, even if it's one employee, you know, it, it's just, if, if I can make what I can make, I have super low overhead. My, I mean, I've talked about it before in the podcast, my, my rent for the month is $400. Um, yeah. I mean, I have a 600 square foot, nice, um, unit, you know, it's, it's big enough for everything that I want to work on enough room to, to get around. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like, why would I want to leave that for, you know, and I always tell people like, cause they're like, why don't you go, go get something bigger? And I'm like, I would love to, but the problem is I can only work in 600 square feet. So why do I want to pay for another thousand square feet that I'm not going to use just because it looks cooler, has a little like lobby area, you know, that customers can come in and see some banners or something, you know? But you see, for me, it's a blessing and a curse, you know? Because yeah. I, I was surrounded, like like when I was bodyguarding stuff, I, I was making okay money, but I always had a cap, you know? Yeah. 2000 whatever, $5,000 a month, and that's it. And then you then in your head, you're like, okay, flat, you know, car, food, blah, blah. And now, suddenly I have the opportunity. What do you want? What do you want? You want right. a G-Wagon? I bought one, you know what I mean? Because I can now. Yeah. You know? I'm going to go on holiday. Fuck it. We'll get two more coins. If I must even, like, let's say Saturday, Sunday, nothing's going on. Guys, one day off, I get two cars in, you know? Boom. I'm 25, you know, three grand up. Yeah. You know? And then for me, like suddenly, and first of all, I feel that I'm in the right place, you know, when you get these nice phone calls, you know, when people don't ask me for a price, they're like, honest, you know, these guys recommend take my car, give me the check at the end, you know what I mean? Tell me yeah. what it was, you know, or, or somebody calls you up with, with some, something difficult and you give them the right answer, you're like, you know, what? I finally feel like I'm in the right place, you, yeah. know, that I want to be. you know, and with that, it's a blessing and a curse because like right now, dude, I could, I could have this one shop do two, three coatings a day, you know, make two, three grand a day, forget about it, you know, like, ah, oh, man, I'm sleeping, yeah, like, sometimes Sunday comes, I'm watching TV, I'm like, who allowed you to relax, huh? Yeah. You think guys that made it are now sleeping, you know what I mean, watching Netflix? No, 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 go to work, so I'm on Facebook going through stuff, <laughs> stuff, and, like, you know, I wake up sometimes middle of the night, I'm like, oh, I just took this crazy device, I get up, I draw it down, right down, right. In the meantime, like, you know, some people, you know, some ex-girlfriends that I've been with, they're like, what's your problem? Like, it's five o'clock, turn your phone off. I'm like, five? I fall asleep and I still pick one up, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you know, like, like where I come from, we had to hustle for anything you had. Right. You know, everything is always how much, when, you know, it's all clicking. You know, like, let's say, like, you know, sometimes when, no offense, some, um, um, let's say you know somebody calls you up from different culture and the first thing is oh what's the best price and blah blah, blah. you know yeah, yeah. It's, some of it it's in their culture you know right right same, same it is mine to to try to keep that thing going you know i'm more and more and it's crazy because sometimes i'm like like how much do i need you know but yeah. success is what's feeding you you know like seeing all these car changing you know like going through those changes these clients appreciating you and the, the the type of cars and the type of clients are changing, you know, and you're going from, you know, from from construction guy, eh, once a year, you know, I treat my treat my baby, yeah. you know. 
down to uh, I saw a hair in my car and I need you to come out right now. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> and it's cool. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a client like that. Uh, uh, he had a four eighty eight Ferrari uh, Spider, and he'd call me up and he'd be like, "Man, she's dirty, need it washed." And I get out there and I'm like, "Whatever," you know. And I'm like, <laughs> "Like, like you kind of look at it because you're like, what?" it's not even dirty like where do i start like right but i'm like whatever he's paying me like i'll wash it you know whatever you know it's got one bug on the front end and he's like it's dirty you know and it's like it's crazy i work with this company called team with customs they're like kind of like um like they build hot rods and like all these classics i mean everything at 250 you know and first few times when i started to work with them barry introduced me to them um, they they do the body job, they, they do the paint, and then they always want me to come finish the paint and sometimes coat it. Oh, nice. And the first few times, like I set it up, they're like, oh, yeah, this is so bad. And I'm like, fuck, I don't see nothing. <laughs> I, I put the black pad on and I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just do, just do a quick, quick yeah, jeweling like, stage. People testing me, like, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah but but then you get the you know then you get the the people that are like you know oh the interior is not that bad and it looks like ah. a dog exploded in it and yeah. <laughs> you know? oh man it's crazy man have you ever have you ever fired a client give me, give me a good story have you ever fired a client uh like, yeah yeah i i fired actually I've, i well so i fired one client and one client i just kind of shrugged my shoulders at him um so the the one client that i fired were was actually the people that helped me <clears throat> um when i left the car wash um they had a uh a little used car dealership that we used to take care of at the car wash so when the car wash got sold and i decided not to stay on because the new company didn't do any detailing and my job with the car wash was in, I was in charge of sales for the car wash and sales for the detail shop um, at two locations. So I got paid a commission off of how well the car washes did through the, through the wash and through the detail shop. So when I decided to leave and start my own, I, I talked to these guys and I said, hey, you know, <clears throat> new car wash isn't going to be doing detail stuff anymore. I'm going to do it. You know, would you guys like to carry on with me? And they're like, Oh yeah, that's great. Be awesome. So, you know, typical used car dealerships. I mean, they were a dealership. They were buying like, you know, hundred thousand mile cars, you know, like, you know, it was, it was kind of one of those, not, not really a buy here, pay here, but kind of almost, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so so we originally started out like all I was doing for him was like a quick, you know, wipe and shine on the interior and like a wash and wax. And I think I was charging them, um, I don't know, like a hundred bucks a car or something like that, you know, but I could do like, I could do like 10 a day or eight a day, you know, kind of deal. Um, then they kind of, then they kind of started wanting more of like a, um, a polished job so then we started doing a, like a one step on the outside and then still doing that that wipe and shine on the inside kind of deal and we were doing i think like a 200 bucks for those or something then they saw me do 
a client's car, um, a correction job. And they're like, well, how much to do that? And I said, I mean, like, I know you guys feed me like 20 cars a week, but you know, that's going to be way more than 200 bucks. And they're like, well, you know, so I think we, I think we got up to about 300 a car or something like that. And, um, but it was just always like, they were wanting more, but not wanting to pay more. And I had three employees that were working for me who did great, great work, you know, for, for uh, used car dealership stuff. And so one day the, the minority partner comes up to me, it was a Friday. I remember it was a Friday and he comes up to me in the morning and he's like, he's like, Hey man, you know, if your guys can't cut it, you know, I'll just have to go find somebody else. And I'm like, what do you mean if we can't cut it? Like they're doing, you know, we're doing it right. And he's like, ah, you know, like he was wanting us to get like down in the engine bays and wipe and like just crazy stuff. And I said, that's not, that's not our agreement. First of all. And he's like, well, if you can't cut it, you know, I'll get somebody else. So I remember it was like lunchtime. Um, there's a little um, uh, warehouse area right across the street. That's where I am now. And I went over there and I asked the guys, I said, hey, do you guys have anything big enough that I could, you know, detail out of? And then the guy said, no, you know, we don't have anything right now. Um, so I went back and was trying to like make some phone calls to see if I could rent some place. Cause I was like, I'm just not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. And these guys called me like two hours later and they said, Hey, one of our units just opened up. It's, it'll be perfect for you. It's a 15 by 30, uh, 12 foot or 10 foot high ceilings, 12 foot high ceilings, got a big roll up door. Um, and he's like, you know, it's like uh three fifty a month or something like that. Um, so I said, cool, can I come Monday? And they're like, just put a lock on it right now. It's yours, you know, whatever. It's month to month. We don't sign leases, any of this stuff. So I go back over and and uh, and so I talked to the guy, um, the, the minority owner. And I said, listen, man, um, I said, I appreciate all that you guys have done for me, you know, but I think maybe this is where we need to part ways before, you know, any bridges get burned or, you know, any fights or anything like that. I said, today's going to be my last day. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I said, today's, today's going to be it. I mean, we finished up the cars for the week. They would normally go to auction on Wednesday. Cars would get delivered on Thursday. Um, and so we would just knock them out like Thursday, Friday. And then depending on like the, uh, they had a mechanic there. So he would get some of them and then we would do those cars like Monday, Tuesday or whatever. I said, we're caught up. I said, the mechanic guy's still working, whatever. And, and he was just like, oh, um, well, okay. I mean, I appreciate it. And uh, we had this nice little talk and he's like, okay, well, let's, let's go talk to UV. And UV was like the minor, the, the major majority. And so we go in there and he's like, you know, Alex just, uh, you know, he's a true artist and, you know, we're just not seeing eye to eye. Alex thinks it's, it's better if we go. And, and like the look on UV's face, like, told it all to me that that the other guy was 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 playing poker mm -hmm. i called his bluff mm -hmm. and and they were basically like oh fuck what do we do yeah. um but honestly it was it was the best decision because while i was there i couldn't really grow my retail side because i was doing too much work for them even though i had employees mm -hmm. so so that they were they were the biggest one that I, that I fired the biggest clients that I fired. Then I had another guy who, um, he was just an asshole. Um, 
every time he called me out, I dreaded it. I don't know why he was, he was one of those clients that, you know, it was kind of in one of those times of my career where it was hard to say no, you know, to money. Um, and he was, he was just an asshole. And so, uh, I had coded his car. He had a black, um, C7 Corvette. I had coded it and, and he works, he, he owned a construction company. So then he's like calling me and he's like, He's like, hey, you know, I've got these guys out here washing my car and they're and they're saying there's water spots all over it. I'm like, yeah, because you have a black car out in the Florida sun and you've got guys coming out with probably, you know, tap water, well water, whatever spraying on it. And I said, and then you're like trying to like dry it. They can't dry it fast enough. And and he got all pissy about it. And, um, and I said, well, look, I said, here's your, you know, here's your warranty, call the warranty company and, and, you know, have them take care of it. And he, and he sends me a text message and he's just like, you know, you should really like make sure that you tell people blah, blah, blah. And it was like one of those, like, no matter what I would have said, it would have either caused a bigger argument or it would have made me look bad. Right. Cause like, like apologizing to him would have made me look bad. Attacking him would have made me look bad. So I just kind of shrugged it off and never answered him back again. <laughs> just, and just let him, let him go. And then I talked to some local guys that ended up starting to do his car. Um, and they were telling me about it. Cause he had like this crazy, super expensive um, uh, interior leather, leather work done on the interior. Like some, some company in Canada basically uses, the same type of leather that's in like Ferraris and Lamborghinis and had redone the whole. So they're like, Oh man, this new client of ours has got, and I was like, ha ha, <laughs> how's that going for you? And they're like, Oh, he's an asshole. And I'm like, <laughs> good for you. Yeah. But yeah. Those, those are, those are my two biggest ones. Most of the other ones are, you know, people that were with me in the beginning when I was cheap, you know, and then when I raised my prices, they were just like, Alex, you know, we liked it when it was cheaper. And I said, well, I, I can't do that type of work for cheap anymore. So, you know, we mutually just parted ways, you know, they understood, I understood. Um, yeah. But <laughs> you know what I used one time, it was hilarious. I was pushing the prices, but <laughs> this lady messaged me, you know, about whatever price is $400. She's like, um, well, I asked my husband, he said, can you do it for three fifty? <laughs> <laughs> It's like I asked my wife, she said we can only do for 450 now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one time I fired two guys and they're both with drivers and both on escalades, completely separate occasions. Uh -huh. One of them, we wrapped an escalade. No, no, a buddy of mine wrapped in matte black. Okay. He coated it. And five days later, his driver was complaining that it's like all stained up. So it turns out he washed it with. Um, Turtle wax concentrate soap. Straight. Uh, yeah. Just all messed it up, you know. And we were just going back and forth because, you know, you can't polish it. You know, we took the car in, we tried to do every chemical, you know, just at least leveled out. And I was like, and so it's the, you know, the driver was blaming me, you know, the, uh, I was I was blaming the driver, the rap guy was driving, uh, blaming the driver as well. Yeah. So it, all it was all through another job. And I was at the, moment, at the end, I said, look, you know, I'll send you money back for your coaching and just lose my number, you know. Yeah, and another guy had an Escalade, and again he was a driver. It was like maybe 2018, a brand new Escalade. We picked it up with like 30 miles on it, so we polished it like like a candy for two days. Put two layers of SB3 on it, 
And about eight months later, he comes to the shop and he's like, man, the cold car, it's all scratched up and, you know, it doesn't beat. And, I, and, and we pull in. I mean, it's a shit show. Yeah. And I was like, I said, listen, any chance you take it to tunnel washes? You know, no. I said, listen, <laughs> said, if you bullshit me, I'll tell you to leave my shop, you know, and I'll never talk to you again. Yeah. But if, you, if, you, if you tell me the way it is, you know, I'll lose a day out of my life. Who cares? At least somebody's happy. You know? Right. No, I said, you don't take the tunnel. He's like, no. I was like, you idiot. You still got Mr. Wash sticker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was like, what are you doing? You know, I, I gave you all the options. I can't defeat myself. I was like, leave. Yeah. Leave right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's the one thing. I mean, I get a lot of people that you know want coatings and they come in and they've got the Mr. Sticker on their windshield. I'm like, look, you know, if you've got that sticker on your windshield, I can't, there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. I mean, Mr. was the company that bought the car wash that I was at. And and when they when they first took over, um, they actually had to pay me to fix some cars because mr makes their own chemicals like they're not buying simon eyes or they're not buying blue coral or zap like a lot of other car washes do and so by doing that um mr makes their soap with a higher ph um and and so that's what happened was a couple of cars they ended up like burning the paint like you could see the run lines from the soap so they had to they you know, because it was still fresh from, from when I had left, um, the GM who was the GM when I was there said, Hey, look, you know, can you help us out? You know, whatever. And I said, yeah, you know, here's my price. I'll polish it all out. And he's like, okay, do it, you know, take care of the client. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I tell him all the time, like, you know, and people ask me like, what's the warranty, you know? And I'm like, see that gate right there that leads to the end of the property. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, once you leave that, there's no warranty, you know? Well, why? And I'm like, I, said, I don't know that you're not going to go right to the car wash and, and run it through. And, you know, it's going to, it's going to mess it up. Um, and that's why, you know, in a way, um, I like to work with certain brand of the cars, you know, cause you know what the drivers are like, yeah. and you know, they will take the power, you know, yeah. which means, which means no offense, but like they're not gonna come and complain because they, yeah. they're because every time and and I've done it because you know and I still do it. The, the problem with the retail, I always I'm like, hey, look at me right now. No this, no that, no no wiping down with t-shirts and all no because a lot of people do it, you know. And everyone's like, no 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 no, you know. And and I work to the level that let's say when I send out my aftercare instructions. I actually have a list of all the touchless car washes in the in the area specifically. Oh, cool. Blah blah blah, you know. Right. Then they, they can't tell you anything anymore, you know. Yeah. Um the problems are sometimes with the dealerships, you know. Yeah. Because dealership guys are let's sell it because they're on commission, you know, they get good commission through my services, they sell it. They're like, bro, you don't have to wash ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People are like, well, this guy told me like I never have to wash it. I'm like, yeah, well, that's not how it works. But yeah. again, saying that, the nicer the brand is, the more people don't know what still it is. You know, I'm going all out of my way. Oh, we take the wheels off. We do this. Yeah. I Listen, I have I have guys at dealerships that stuff that I walk in there like I saw the wrap. I was like, we don't do wraps. What are you talking? About? I coating, coating, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> what they buying, you know? Which is right. In a way, that's why your return rate, you know, is lower. 
You know, yeah. with retail, it's easy. You send them, like I have, you know, I use Rable. We always have set up three months, bring it in for a windshield top up. You can book a coating with this or with it six months, then a year later, coating manufacturer requires. <laughs> this is what it says, you know. Yeah. Requires for you to come in. If they skip it, nah, tough shit, you know. Yeah. But, but most of people come out and then, you know, for you to throw that, you know, that one year coating in the end to bring it back to that life and for, for people to have appreciation. And that's where, hey, I bought my wife, you know, Audi is coming in, you know. Yeah. Long run, and, you know, that's how I like doing things, you know. Yeah. And that's, and that's how I try to do it too. I mean, I always tell them like, Hey, you know, you know, at around or on the anniversary date, you know, you really should bring it back. Let's do a, you know, a, a, a once over on it, make sure it's doing good. You know, if it needs to be topped, whatever, I'll let you know. And it, and it's funny. And I mean, seven years now I've been doing this business and, and doing ceramic coatings. Um, I've only had one person that came back on the year mark. He came back on the year mark and we did um, cause he had a black Mustang and, and it had a little bit of water spots in it. So I just did a, a real light polish and then, and then threw a topper on it. Um, and that was probably like two years ago. I haven't seen him back since. So, you know, I always, I always go good. You know, no news is good news. Cause if they were pissed off or upset, they'd be back banging on my doors, you know, whatever. So, and, so, and, and, yeah, so. and like, yeah, like you said, sometimes, you know, they're happy enough with it and then you don't hear from them. And then all of a sudden I get a phone call and they're like, Hey, I picked up a new car. Or my wife, you know, got a new car or whatever. I want to get it done or whatever. And you're like, Holy crap. I haven't heard from you in like three years, you know, like <laughs> wondering if you were doing okay. Yeah. And listen, that that's for, for, for all of us as well. And nobody can argue with it, you know, and I'm maybe the only person going to tell, tell, tell that online right now. Look, when I look at the work that I did four years ago, Mm. yeah <laughs> it was all right it was all right yeah. you know yeah. in, in my heart the methods the pads the, the machines and whatever i was using it did the job but like you know I, I can tell you right now you know we do better work and yeah. that's everybody you know you take it 10 years ago or, or five or three years ago whatever listen sometimes i feel like the job i did last week isn't as good as the one i did this week i mean that's it's just you're constantly learning and figuring stuff out that you know, I, I say I always feel feel bad for the last guy I did and look forward for the, the guy that I'm getting ready to take care of kind of deal. But it's always a satisfying feeling when you, let's say, you know, the four years ago you did that portion, and he's like, bro, just sold it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's maybe that high spot on one of the wheel wells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great success. <laughs> exactly. So listen, I want to ask you this before before we jump off um so nashville where where in nashville are you so i'm actually in Franklin, tennessee which is about 25 minutes from nashville okay so, i'm a really really nice kind of nice place you know people people have i'd say fairly deep pockets you know nice. we have we have like they're, they're, they're really bad literally like 90s buicks you know or right, right. nice you know, like, no no i was i was asking um because uh in april we're coming to Nashville for my daughter's cheer competition. And anytime we do a travel, I always try to see like maybe who's in the area, like this weekend, we're going to Dallas. Um, so I always try to look to see kind of who's in the area that if, you know, there's a, you know, if I have enough free time to, to, yeah. to meet up with somebody, usually when we go to Atlanta, like I'll, I'll jump in an Uber and run out to uh, Marietta, Marietta to see uh, Noxie. 
and hang out with him for for a few hours or whatever so um i'll have to uh i'll have to hit you up when when we're coming up there and, and see if uh what kind of new shops and stuff you know and yeah yeah see if i can see if i can get some because usually we come so we'll, we'll come up friday morning um so i'm i might have friday that i could get away maybe maybe take mm -hmm. an uber up and and come hang out with you for yeah, for a couple hours or something like that i'll send one of my guys to grab you um okay. do the dealership drop us all day every day okay and then yeah the books as well so don't worry about that we'll get everybody together just give me a heads up and yeah yeah i'll, yeah. I'll let you know it's uh I'm trying to think. I, I don't know what weekend it is, but I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know when it gets closer because, yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to come come hang out. Yeah. Well, listen, listen, Yanis, I, I appreciate it, man. Um, Listen, if anybody wants to kind of reach out to you and I know you might not give your secrets away for the um for the dealership stuff, but if somebody wanted to call you and just kind of pick your brain on dealership or not even call you, but reach out to you and pick your brain on dealership stuff like What's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Email, uh, Facebook. Uh, I'll, I'll send you links, maybe you can link and uh, put them in the, in, the, in the description as well. Okay. At, yeah. Corsair Detail uh, on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, you can also reach out to Corsair Orlando or Corsair uh, East, but just Corsair Detail. That's my own, or just uh, you know add me on Facebook. At, you know, Giannis Lasmanis. I have a lot of a lot I have a lot of details that I don't even know. Yeah. Because you know, in general, obviously, you know, depending. I'm, I'm always happy to help you know I came from not knowing anything you know and I had mentors like Barry you know like Tony and and then I, I want to actually give a quick shout out you know to the team with customs uh Titan Motoring you know all my all my dealerships that helped me you know music recon you know and companies like that um um you know knowledge not spread is knowledge wasted right you know to a certain extent you know if I can and and I would love to I mentor some you know younger detailers and stuff I'm always, always all about it. You know, obviously everybody's time, time is limited, you know, and, and right. I work five hours a day, eight days a week. So, but yeah, you know, if I can help or if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. If you're in the area, come by. I'll always show you, the, I'll do a tour around, around all the shops and everything. And if I can, I'm here to help guys. No, that's sure. awesome, man. Because like I said, you know, every now and then I, you know, especially when we get somebody on that talks about dealership stuff, I'll usually get some, some text messages or some, some Facebook messages or whatever. So you know, it'd be nice for, you know, like I said, you might not be able to give out all your secrets, but maybe if you can point them in the right direction, if they wanted to kind of deal. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then, and then I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up when it gets closer to April. And, and I know when we're coming in and we'll figure something out, meet up and I'll have some chicken waiting for you. There you go. There you go. That sounds good, man. <laughs> all right, buddy. I, I appreciate you, man, coming on. Um, uh, it was good, good, you know, meeting you at MTE. It's good talking to you, hearing your story. Um, I look forward to uh, to talking to you some more. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much. I'll, I'll right. see you here. Thanks. Yes, sir. <laughs> Have a good night. Thank, Thank you. you.